Hello and welcome to episode number five of Pixelated Perspectives podcast. I'm Tanya Verquin and I'm really happy to be connected with you today. I'm also happy that my daughter Lauren is here joining me for this episode. Hey Lauren. Hi mom. <laughs> Lauren is 14 and today we're actually going to be talking about allergies and how they're developed just to shed light on the fact that they are actually not random or malfunctions within someone's system. Oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Berkwin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. So Lauren, you have your own experience with chronic allergy symptoms. So let's let's try to just paint a picture about what they are and yeah, what your symptoms are and uh, what you're allergic to. Okay, well, um, uh, I am allergic to every animal with fur. So I get itchy eyes. Um, the roof of my mouth gets really itchy as well. And my nose gets stuffy. They used to be way worse. Yeah, like you, the whites of your eyes used to swell right up. And yep. Yeah. One time when you weren't home, me and Ava were just home. <laughs> and um, there was this one time where like the, the, the thing in the corner of your eye, I don't know what that's called. The tear duct. Yeah, it came right to the middle of my eye and you could only see half of it. Wow. Sort of scared the living heck out of me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. those are some pretty big symptoms. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that it's all animals with fur. Yeah. So, yeah, on like in conventional medicine, Lauren would be known to have animal allergies. This is what it's labeled as. But we know that through the knowledge of GNM, that they're actually just reoccurring tracks from an original conflict shock. So I'll go deeper into this explanation just after Lauren explains what her original conflict shock was. So what was the event and how old were you when uh, this happened? So I was about six and uh, we were at our friend's house for supper. They have three little dogs and I want to pet one of them because one of them was sitting on the couch sleeping and it was like dead asleep. So obviously if you went to pet it, it would get scared. And I went to go pet him, but right when I pet him, he jumped up and attacked my face and he bit through my lip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you scared the living daylights out of him mm-hmm. and he scared you. Yeah. And so that was definitely an unexpected conflict shock to you. You were only six. He was pretty much laying at your eye level. So just to have this dog, you know, attack yeah. your attack your face like that. It bled so much. Mom yeah. thought my tongue was going to come off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what was causing all the bleeding. It, I didn't realize you had food in your mouth, and I thought it was your tongue. So <laughs> that it was all chewed up. So, yeah, it was kind of scary for all of us. So that was the moment that um, this was an unexpected conflict shock. Mm. And what happens is the subconscious mind, 
our, or our psyche, it scans our environment at a rate of 140 million pieces of information per second. So like Lauren, when someone experiences an unexpected conflict shock, the psyche is taking in all the information at that very moment. And in Lauren's case, her psyche perceived animals with fur as danger, like as a threat because of what happened. And since that event, every animal with fur that she's had, you know, come into contact with, whether it was petting or, or riding, because he used to take riding lessons, um, a little while later, after being in contact, her body responds biologically, just as if she were experiencing that same initial tra traumatic event. So um, all the symptoms are coming back up. So yeah, you used to suffer quite a bit when you rode horses. You were taking riding lessons, not for very long though, because it was just way too much. You it was would, too hard. Yeah. You'd have to change immediately. Like you'd jump off the horse, your clothes would have <laughs> to be changed immediately. But that was about four years ago. Since then, since you've had this really conscious awareness about what causes and what happened to you, how that was the beginning of all these symptoms, you've been able to just downgrade them. So now it's very mild because we have a cat. Yeah. Your cat. Over. Yeah. Well, it's not well, it's our ours. Cat. It's mine. <laughs> I take care of it. Yeah, you do. But um, so you you have mild symptoms sometimes with Oliver. It's not all the time, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's just if you're if you've been like if he sleeps on your bed or something. Yeah. Well, then yeah, it's. I just can't touch my face that often after. Yeah. So it's it's amazing how these symptoms have downgraded so much. But um, these reoccurring symptoms are always a meaningful sign that certain tracks associated with her original conflict are still of importance. So they act as warning signals, basically, to remind you about what happened the last time you were near a pet or an animal with, with fur, right? Or your psyche is reminding you about that initial event. So even though... Um, you're no longer in any sort of real danger being in contact with animals. The fact that you still experience symptoms and conditions tells us that your psyche is still perceiving, perceiving them as a threat, right? Mm -hmm. So with anybody, this is the case for anyone who experiences so-called allergies of any kind. There's always certain and specific tracks or um, quote-unquote allergens that trigger a quick reactivation of the initial um, conflict activity, that conflict shock, on a cellular level, directly following contact with the allergens. And these tracks are what are known in the conventional medicine field as allergies. So this understanding really highlights how allergies and allergens are purposeful and you know, these are not mistakes or malfunctions or just random. You know, you didn't draw the allergy straw, the short end of the stick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a reason why they came about. The good news is that allergy symptoms can be overcome, or at least in your case, downgraded immensely. So it's quite possible that you, Lauren, will outgrow all of your, your symptoms because and this is common for a lot of children, actually, as they grow into adulthood, simply because your subconscious mind and your psyche re recognizes that the same tracks are no longer relevant in, in life, right? They're just not doing what they used to do. You're not thinking as you used to. You're no longer associating the things 
the way you used to, right? I mean, you were six, and as you're getting older, this is what we're seeing happen. So it's really when a subconscious mind accepts that the specific tracks are no longer a threat that ultimately allows the healing of chronic conditions and all symptoms to cease. Now, definitely there are more severe allergies triggering someone to experience something like anaphylactic shock when in contact with those tracks. And that is just the result of a relapse of the initial conflict shock. And strong relapses can absolutely lead to such complications as anaphylactic shock and be potentially very dangerous. So it becomes really vital that the triggers are identified. And of course, to do your best then to make the conscious connection between the allergen being directly linked to that initial conflict shock. So that awareness is what helped Lauren to downgrade her conditions immensely, as we said, over the last few years. So that would be the practical um, action is if you are suffering from chronic allergies and symptoms to really try to gain awareness about what those triggers are, what sets you back onto the path, what are you around that you're allergic to. And you might already know those tracks. Most people do. But it's going to be just now making the emotional connection that there would have been an original conflict shock, something that caught you off guard, just like it did for you, Lauren, yeah. um, that you, you weren't expecting this little dog, this cute little innocent dog to attack your face. But yeah, everybody would have had an unexpected conflict shock that will initiate this special biological program. I mean, you have friends too, right, who, who suffer from allergies, like... Just from food, though. Food allergies? Yeah, no animals. Right. So one of the, like, what's one of the foods that, well, peanuts and dairy. Yeah, those are really common allergies, especially in children. But so what happens in that case is the same as what happened in your case. There would have been your subconscious mind is scanning the environment at the moment of that conflict shock. If a child was having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that will be part of the, the trigger. That will be part of the track. It will say the last time you had peanuts or peanut butter or last time you ate this or drank this milk, you experienced this terrifying thing. And so the subconscious mind, the psyche, makes those tracks as warning signals, basically, to, to keep the individual from ex- re-experiencing that traumatic event. Did we cover kind of everything we want to talk about, Lauren, just to explain allergies, their origin, and that they can be downgraded and overcome completely even? Over that? Yes. But before we sign off, we have one interesting fact for the day. Oh, okay. I bet you I can guess what this topic's going to be. It won't be about allergies. Go ahead, guess. <laughs> Does it have to do with one direction? Um, a person from it. <laughs> Harry Styles. Okay. So, Harry's new album, well, not new, like, his Fine Line album is top album in 84 countries. So proud of him. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a good singer. I, I like, love I him. like some of his songs. I love him. <laughs> yes, you're definitely a Harry Styles fan. Okay, well, it was awesome to have you join me, Lauren. Thank you for helping Uh, explain allergies and um, sharing your story. You're welcome.
Bye, fans. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you found some value in it, please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in iTunes. I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at tanyaverquin.ca or on the socials at tanyaverquin.